0: Hey, what's happening, everybody? Welcome back to the Mental Health Casual Podcast. I'm your host, Lucky. And today, we're going over to the Addiction subreddit. But before we get into that, if any of you guys are new here, first off, welcome. This is basically what I do. I just go to different subreddits that have anything to do with mental health and try and give some generalized advice and try and learn something new. But I'm by no means a professional, so feel free to take my advice with a grain of salt or apply it to your life however you see fit. Also, I try and give my... um, I try and give excuse me, my advice through a Christian lens, at least to the best of my ability, but, you know, I'm not a pastor, I'm not a theologian, so um, this is more of, like, a supplement to anything that you're getting, so um, don't think of me as a replacement for church or or, or seeking um, godly advice from from people who are appointed to do so, right, by God. Um, Either way, so, uh, sorry about yesterday, I was, I felt felt that uh, God was bringing me to like a halt because I was really tired and I just uh I, I just felt like it wasn't gonna be. Uh, I was going to pr- pretty much be leading you astray, and I didn't feel too confident with the Tuesday one. I just felt like I was reaching for some things instead of talking about things that I, I was familiar with. I was trying to reach into other things that I didn't really know too much about. So I I I, may, I, you know, I do apologize about that. So uh, today we're going to go into something that actually I was just reading uh, the other day, and I was just thinking about how much it has to do with addiction, okay? So I want to... Should I read the... I'm trying to think about... You know, let me read this. So we're we're in Matthew chapter four, and I thought I would talk to talk about this. So, um, this is where uh, this is a famous story of of Satan tempting Jesus. Um, So Jesus is born. um, I think this is a little bit after his baptism. There's a couple of times where it kind of goes into like a uh like a time skip type thing um so yeah this is right after the the baptism and everything so uh we we kind of go from Matthew 3 where uh Jesus is baptized by John the Baptist and um is famously uh famously a dove comes abo- upon him or i think it's like a dove of light or something like that uh, let's see here um. When he was baptized. Jesus came up immediately from the water, and behold, the heavens were open to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a, oh, descending like a dove, and alighting uh, upon him. And suddenly, a voice came from heaven saying, "This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased." Right. So that's Matthew three. Now we're going into Matthew four, where. Uh, it says, and this is verse one here, by the way, there will be a link in the info box. It should be one of the first ones, uh, to Matthew four. So we're starting at verse one. Then Jesus was led up by the spirit into the wilderness, wilderness, excuse me, to be tempted by the devil. So he, he willingly went into this, um, which I I mean, for, for one thing, I mean, I just it's just a, it's such an like every every time I read like something new about Jesus cuz if you guys don't know I've only read the the gospel of John um and then I went to the epistles I've been kind of <laughs> all over the place in the Bible uh and so reading these the these different accounts cuz you know each one is from a different eyewitness account uh, so it's so fascinating to see these little nuances in each one. But either way, um, so Jesus went uh, was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. We're going to verse 2. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights afterwards, he was hungry. I mean, uh, understandably so. Um, and let's get this uh, straight. So there is one thing that we need to understand here, that Jesus was 100% uh, man and one hundred percent God. So, in 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 sen- in a sense, um, he was. So, I'll give you an example, right? He was born from Mary, right? But that was his humanity that was born. He was always uh part of the Godhead, right? They the God eternally lives in three different forms: the Holy Spirit, uh, God, the Father, and the Son, Jesus Christ. From right? Um so he always was but this is this is the incarnation uh this is god incarnate right so even though he is 100% god he's also 100% man so he still deals with the, th- the same things that we deal with there is also a famous uh, I, I'm not going to go to it, but at the, um, when he's being crucified, uh, he talk he like right before he passes away, he says, I thirst. And they give him this sour wine from a sponge, uh, kind of sounds disgusting, but, uh, you know, that's, you know, that's just, that's in, incredible. Right. So either way, so just, just letting you guys know, like, this wasn't just like, you know, him making things up. No, he he's, he's living through the laws of man so that he can justify us. Right. Um, so that he can, uh, when he is sacrificed, he is a a good sacrifice because he is sinless. So anyway, keep keep on going here. Uh, So fasted 40 days and 40 nights. Uh, Afterwards, he was hungry. Going to verse 3. Now, when the tempter came to him, he said, if you are the son of God, command that these stones become bread. But he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, um, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God very very interesting there right so this is usually what we talk about being spirit fed um, so when you go to a when you go to a um uh, when you go to like you know um gosh I'm trying to I'm trying to think of the word if you when you go to church right you're you should be being getting spiritually fed right um, being fulfilled in that way and that's important for for um, a Christian right? um to be spiritually fed and you know that, that that's that's important just because uh you know wh- you can tell I can tell when i've been when I'm being starved of the word, and it is not very pretty um it's <laughs> not very pretty, so let's keep going uh then the devil took him up into the holy city, set him on the pinnacle of the temple, and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down for it is written, he shall give his angels charge over you, and in their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone." So, in other words, uh, Satan here, the devil, is trying to tempt God, uh, sorry, tempt uh, Jesus um, by by quoting, you know, quoting these scriptures to him, right? So, it's, it's, and you see this a lot with people taking scripture out of context, which, by the way, if I'm ever a culprit of, please let me know, please call me out. I, I, I want to be corrected on something like that, um, you know. Uh, you know, you know, and, and listen, it happens to the best of us, you know, there, there'll there be times, I remember one time there was a deacon in my church that said something, and everybody kind of looked at it weird, it was like, wait a minute, I don't think that's what happened, so, you know, it, it, it happens all the time, so, you know, there, there are some times where my, my flesh will come over me, and I will be speaking uh, through that, and I, I don't even realize it, so, anyway. Jesus said to him, it is written again, you shall not tempt the Lord your God. So in other words, he's quoting another scripture. This is from Deuteronomy. Uh, I think a couple of these are from Deuteronomy that he quotes. Again, the devil took him on an exceedingly high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world. And their glory. And he said to them. And he said to him, "All these things I will give you, if you will fall down and worship me." Then Jesus said to him, "Away with you, Satan! For it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only you shall serve.'" Then the devil left him, and behold, angels came and ministered to him. So the reason why I write, I I I, I write. I didn't write this. Sorry. I, the reason why I read this is to give you another. um So we're talking about temptation here, right? This uh, Jesus. Te- uh, fasted 40 days and 40 nights. I want to read you another uh scripture. By the way, I'm I'm this is, I'm so blessed cuz I send out uh Bible verses every day and then I get some back sometimes from from uh one of my my the head of my ushering uh, uh, ministry. And so anyway, he he texted me back one day after I t- talked about this, and I was like, oh, perfect, dude. I completely remember this. Uh, so this is he- from Hebrews 4. Once again, there will be a link in the info box. Hebrews 4, verses 14 through 16. Seeing then that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, this is uh, Jesus, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast to our confession. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, uh, weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne. Uh, sorry, come boldly to the throne of the of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in in time of need. So, in other words, Jesus knows exactly what we have been through because he was there himself. He suffered as a man, right? Um. And that's important to realize, right? There's not too many kings... How many, how many people do you know who are in a kingly position who would literally just come down and just serve um, and not even be known as a king, right? We're not talking about like undercover boss. Sorry, I, just, I saw a meme the other day where it was like, G- is like a G- Jesus uh, Christ and undercover boss. It's not, it's not anything like that, right? Because there, there are some people who knew, but a lot of people didn't accept that, right? So why do I say all this? Well, I say this to get into our first post, which I know this is a long build up to it, but I think this is important context for it um so uh let's go into i need help finding the root uh, cause of my addiction hi there i've been struggling with a porn addiction since i was 11 and have been trying to stop as early as 16 but to no avail i keep seeing different methods to stop i I keep yeah i keep seeing seeking i think is what they meant to say different methods to stop 90 days cold turkey gradually stopping it accountability partners uh porn blockers etc but nothing has really worked for me so far Somebody told me that none of these are going to work if I don't uncover and dig up the root cause of my addiction. It is supposedly a lie that I believe about myself that causes me to fall every time. I'd really like to find out how to get to the bottom bottom of this. I don't really have the money to go to therapy and have someone walk me through the process, so I'd like to get some sort of breakdown of the steps you use to get to this realization so that I can go through them and ask myself these questions when I meditate and get started on fixing my mind. Any help would be appreciated. So, um, going over to this, right? What did we talk about? Addiction being right? Addiction is addiction to sin. Um, pretty much any addiction that you talk about, besides the addiction to God, is going to be an addiction to sin uh, because it's of the world, right? You're, you're, when you're addicted to something, you've replaced uh, now replaced God. Um, you've now almost made that your God. Um, you're 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 starved for it. You need it. Um, whereas when you make God the center of your life you don't really have as much time for those types of things i'm not saying you can't fall in fall back into those things i think all of us are tempted but remember what we were talking about before we have a high priest who went through the temptations now obviously these are different temptations i don't know of any like lustful temptations or anything like that um i'd have to read a little bit further in but in terms of temptations right i mean hunger is a strong one and he after 40 days and 40 night 40 nights i mean he was Uh, probably at the end of his rope, right? Um, And I don't say that disrespectfully, right? Because remember, he is 100% man. He is feeling all of these things just as any other person would. And so um, the reason why I bring this up, right? What what do I always say? Jesus is the answer, right? Um, So if we look at Jesus' example here, he ended up going back to scripture. He ended up going back to God's word because that is what fed him, or that's what feeds us, right? Right. Um, so he lived this life to show us the way, right? Um, cause Jesus is the way. And so when we're talking about the root cause of your addiction, well, the root, the, the, we have to figure out what the, what addiction is in the first place, right? We have to define it. Addiction, addiction to sin. Okay. Well, um, what, what does sin do? Well, it brings us further away from God because God is, is sinless, right? There is, um, a, God does not mesh with, with sin, so when we, even if we have the Holy Spirit within us, if we're sinning, the Holy Spirit is not working in us, right? It's, uh, and this is where we go back to, let me see if I brought it up, Galatians 5. Uh, if you guys want to turn to that, you don't have to, there will be a link to that in the info box. Um, I brought this up a lot of times, so I'm just going to go through it real quick, right? The works of the flesh versus the Spirit, uh, the, the the fruits of the Spirit, right? There, there's a difference here. There's a difference in those. Um, uh, but. Um, <clears throat> Uh, If we live in the spirit, this is verse 25 of Galatians 5. If we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit, right? Um, And and going back to, to verse 17, right? For the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another so that you do not do the things that you wish, so in other words, you have to pick one you have to pick one um people having one and by the way this is something that I am struggling with uh, d- d- uh, um, very much so right very much so right dealing with the 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 um the problems with feeling feeling lonely right feeling as in romantically right and Giving myself and and waiting for God to put somebody in my life, right? This is a, this is very difficult for me because I I want you know I I, I in my infinite uh, pride and and, wi- and and quote unquote wisdom you know want to do things my own way when it's been proven time and time before that doing things my own way just doesn't work. It, it's not very uh, it doesn't bring up uh, very many things. So uh, it doesn't bring up very many fruits. So the reason why I bring up the fruits of the spirit is because um, this gives us a good blueprint of what we should be doing. So, um, you know, you could replace this addiction with anything else and you still wouldn't get to the root of it because you're not looking, you're not, uh, you're not identifying what addiction is. It's the addiction to sin, right? Porn, drugs, um, anything like that, as long as it's not an addiction to God. Um, so what is the answer here? Well, the answer would be to replace that addiction with God, because now you're, you're, um, you're addicted to something that produces good fruit, fruits of the spirit, right? Let's read the, the, the fruits of the spirit real quick. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, go to verse 22 of Galatians 5. Uh, this is, uh, love, joy, peace, long suffering. So in other words, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. Gentleness, self-control. Okay, so those are things that are pretty much complete. All those things are basically ob- uh, um, complete opposites of um, of uh, of addiction, right? Um, because I even mean, even like even looking at um, joy, right? If you look at uh, the word joy, right there, um, you know probably would you know you'd probably be thinking to yourself like oh yeah like isn't i mean i feel joyful when i'm like when i'm when i'm high i feel joyful when i'm doing this but it's usually a short-lived joy right um you know it's a lot of times it tends to be a short-lived joy so this would be under the the term like selfish ambitions right if we're looking at the works of the flesh um you know those types of things uh it doesn't really lead anywhere it just leads you to another more an, another day of going through the motions and doing this thing that maybe you didn't even want to do that day right you di- maybe you didn't even want to look up that that thing but it just instinctually you end up giving yourself up to your in it, it, giving yourself up to your emotions like a like a like a beast right like a, an animal uh, when that's not what we are meant to do um and, and that's important to remember uh especially when you're talking about um, this. So I bring this all up right to remember that Jesus isn't somebody who just who can't, who doesn't under, oh he doesn't understand what I've been through. Yes he does. He does understand what you what you've been through. And I also want to bring this up as well. Um oh, where is it? Um Ah, here we go. Uh so this is 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 13 once again link in the info box. Um No temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. But God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. But with the temptation will also make way the the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. So in other words, God gives you a way out. But how many times do we not want to see that? man i'm feeling convicted right now aren't, aren't you uh you know are, aren't there times in your life where you're like there's no way out there's no way out and there's like a big door open behind you uh you know let's say um you know you're you're you're, you're you you want to look up some website or something like that you know your lust is just calling out to you and you know there's this big door behind you just open wide and uh you know it's it's like the simplest solution is like getting out of the house or something like that or doing something else um, opening up your Bible, right? Like, it's it's the simplest thing, and you're just like, ah, oh, I can't find any way out, right? You're just looking everywhere, and you're just kind of overlooking the door that God has opened for you. Um, now, it doesn't mean that we're not going to be, we're not going to think or feel that we're tempted beyond belief, right? Of course, we're going to feel that way, because we are naturally sinful creatures, right? We want to indulge in it we we need we quote unquote need it i don't know if you guys watch spongebob but you know i need it when they go for the water right um you know but you know right here right it says that um no temptation has overtaken you except such as such as is common to man. how many people are out there dealing with the same addictions that you are right in this we can take um uh, refuge with each other. Actually, this brings up a great. Um, oh, man, I already got a bunch of tabs open. Got to bring up another one because the Bible's too good. Uh, <laughs> let me go over here real quick. Um, this is one of my favorite. My, uh, it's, it's in my. It's it's one of my favorite. Um, verses in the Bible. I believe it's 2 Corinthians 1. Uh, we're going to go to verse 3. Once again, There'll be there's, there's going to be a lot of links in the info box. again. Okay? Uh, uh, verse 3 of uh, 2 Corinthians 1. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort. Verse 4. Who comforts us in all our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort those who are in any trouble with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. For as the sufferings of Christ abound in us, so our consolation also abounds through Christ. Okay? Now, if we are afflicted, it is for your consolation and salvation, which is effective for enduring the same sufferings which we also suffer. Or if we are comforted, it is for your consolation and salvation. And our hope for you is steadfast because we know that uh, as you are partakers of the sufferings, so also you will partake of the consolation. Isn't that fantastic, right? Um in other words, especially like th- three and four, right? Uh, and four in particular, who comforts us in all our tribulation that we may be able to comfort those who are in any trouble with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted from, by God. So this goes back to uh, God introduces these things to us. God introduced love to us, right? That's a godly thing. Um, you know, that that, that type of sal- sacrificial love. Um, and he also introduced us to com- be, to comfort, right? Right. Um, now this isn't t- the type of comfort. At least this is the way I was explained to me. This isn't the type of comfort where you know you're sitting down with a, a bag of potato chips on your stomach and getting Dorito crumbs everywhere. Like this is the kind of comfort where it's it you're it, the God, the Lord is still gently pushing you in the direction, but He's comforting you. He's letting you know it's okay. It's okay. Listen, others have been here before, and th- this isn't to be like a negative. Hey, other people have done it. Why, why haven't you? No, no. This is this is to let you know that other people are, are uh, have done this before, and they can help you. And this goes back to community, right? We talk about community and purpose a lot on this channel. That goes back to community. You really need to talk to people in your community. If you don't have a community, you really need to start building up your community. Um, and maybe we'll do maybe we'll do a, like a longer podcast about that. But um, but yeah, you know, I, I think it's important to to remember, right? Um, that you're not the only one who goes through these problems, and once again, that's not a that's not looking down on you. Like, oh man, you know, everybody else went through that. I don't understand why you can't, you know, get through it. No, no, no. We all go through our problems. We all think that they're insurmountable to a certain degree, until we find somebody who's who, who's able to comfort us, right? And we, when we are comforted by God, right, we're able to show that same comfort to somebody else. God gives us a blueprint. Right by the way, I guess a good example here. I'll just use my own life experience. Right, Um, one of the ways that God has comforted me, right, is in the way uh, is in the absence of my father. Right, Um, I ended up writing something to my congregation. A good, good, I have like a good amount of their their cell phone numbers, and I wrote them. You know, some a little bit a little bit of a testimony. You know, just talking about how I was saved earlier this year, and talked about you know when I was saved, I was going through a lot of struggles and asking God and just wondering why my father didn't want me, right? There was a lot of these questions going around. And then all of a sudden, I just felt this this, this um, extreme, like, overflow of mercy over me, right? And that mercy was just so much that I wanted to give it to other people, which is why eventually I changed this uh, podcast format to this so that you guys can feel... Um, just a bit of what I feel, right? Like obviously, I'm never going to give you the same comfort or, or or mercy that God can, but I can give you a little bit of that, um, and that goes into um, what I was talking about before, right? I went through this suffering, and if there's somebody out there who's dealing with or, or with, with with porn addiction, right? Like this is something that I, I I've dealt with, uh, especially being away from it for five uh, June, no, June, August, at, at least four or five months, right? So I can I can relate with this person and I can also relate that God has helped me through this. And listen, it's been very hard. It's been uh, I got to choose different verbiage, but it's been very difficult um in the last couple of weeks especially just dealing with all of these different emotions, right? Um and I'm and I'm just here to tell you that um the the root of it is sin. Right? And what's the opposite of sin? Well, uh, give you a hint, you know, <laughs> his first name is Jesus and his last name is Christ. So, uh, you know, that is where I'm trying to lead people into. Um, and it was fun. It was, I actually had a, you know, just to end this off, I know we only did one question here, but it was just such a rich question. Um, and there was just so many Bible verses to talk about. So, um, you know, I, and, and, you know, going, going into this, right. Uh, actually let, let's go into a couple other, um, things over here, right. Um, you know, this person tried everything, 90 days cold turkey, gradually stopping it, Accounting, accountability partners, porn blockers, right? But if you don't have um, God behind it, it's hard to, I'm not saying that it's impossible, right? There are people all the time who are non-believers who are able to quit, for sure. I'm not saying that. But you're still missing that that one key component um, that completes you, that that gives you that kind of um, that direction, that that, that joy that we were talking about not that not the short lived joy that you get from worldly things but but real joy that real hope in in eternity right because we're not going to live forever um i don't know if i'm going to live tomorrow live to, uh, wake up tomorrow i don't know if i'm going to live a uh, couple years from now uh, 10 years from now anything like that right but um you know but i can't but i do have hope in eternity right and that that's comforting to me that there's a confidence in that um going forward that is just um it's something that I always go back to whenever I'm feeling anxious whenever I'm feeling down whenever I'm feeling depressed whenever I feel like I'm gonna go back to some type to, to some type of temptation um I I try and look back at what Jesus Christ has shown us and what and, and the sacrifice that he made on the cross and I start to think to myself well if he can do all of that maybe I can go through a, a percent like a one percent of what <laughs> he went through um and I, I, I you know, while he was on earth. So, try and remember this going forward, you know, no matter what addiction that you're going through, remember that it's an addiction to sin, and if you can remember that, if you can identify that, just remember that um, you might be going through this so that you can help somebody else out, right? When you go through something like this, you can help somebody you can absolutely. And this is where I want to end off. I just want to do one more, uh, if you guys would allow me a l- little bit of time. Uh, how do I find a balance between self-care and helping others in recovery? This is the next uh, post and the last post here. Um, so this is important, right? Because obviously you want to be able to help others, but you need to make sure that you, uh, you're you're not uh, still broken apart, right? You're not trying to... Um, you're not trying to, uh, it's not like the blind lead in the blind. In other words, uh, you want to make sure that you are obviously you're not going to be like recovery is like a constant thing. You don't just like get over it. And then, you know, it's like, Oh, I never have to think about this again. Right. It's a conscious decision to make every day. Um, just like, you know, following Christ, right. It's if I, if I don't consciously make that decision to, to, to follow Christ and to say that I'm, uh, that I give myself up to him, there are times where I struggle, where I'm like, I forget what I'm even doing. Right. Um, and so obviously like you can absolutely help people, but it, you want to, it depends on how far you're gone. You definitely want to learn how to follow people first, um, learn how to follow direction learn how to serve first. Then you can focus on, uh, and by serve, I mean, I'm talking about like at the bottom, like, you know, following directions, following, because mostly right. People who don't, uh, who only, who only lead, who only lead. Uh, they don't really know what true leadership is right um there's a famous uh, um Story. I'm trying to remember it exactly word for word, but basically Jesus is, is washing the feet of the disciples and he says, um, you know, as I'm doing do for others. Right. And this is, this is Jesus Christ, right. Washing some probably gnarly feet, right. This, we don't, we don't have pedicure. It didn't have pedicures back then. Uh, and so, you know, this is a leader who is showing us how to lead by serving others. Right. And that's something that's important to learn. Um, You know, but, uh, you also have to learn it from a leader right? you also have to learn it from the and this is the important of uh, importance of imparting that knowledge onto people so you know be the be, be fed the wisdom right first and then you can start imparting that um, a lot of what I do is through uh, is based off of a uh, daily devotionals and then also you know I'll hear something in a sermon from my pastor and I'll be like oh that's such a good one I'll, I'll go ahead and use a little bit of that here use a little bit of that here and uh, you know asking foundational stuff all that kind of stuff so either way guys hopefully you enjoyed this remember there'll be a link to all the things that i quoted uh hopefully uh i didn't miss anything i'll I'll let you uh uh hopefully i didn't miss anything in the info box um either way you can check it out uh if you go on a blue letter bible any of those those links i put on there you can always look up um you know, in in the search bar, uh, whatever Bible verse I was putting on there. So either way, guys, hopefully you enjoyed that. Um, There'll be a link also to the addiction subreddit in the info box. Remember, you can email me at mentalhealthcasual at gmail.com. But as always, guys, don't forget to keep it casual.